the story behind the story. This is Billy Hallowell on the Faithwire Podcast Network. Hey guys, Billy Hollowell here. So I got to talk to you guys about something that drives me crazy. It's this claim among so many people in society, this sort of shoulder shrugging claim that kids are just going to have sex anyway. Um, Just sort of this dismissive notion of how we should handle young people and adults alike just having sex. You know, we live in this insane culture. And so, you know, I wanted to to just share with you some of my thoughts because this never-ending debate over the contraceptive mandate has really kicked into high gear again, this this whole debate about sex. You've got conservatives who are praising Trump and the Trump administration over the decision to extend religious accommodation. You have liberals who are lamenting the move and claiming that the exemptions are somehow an assault on women's rights. And look, the issue is far more complex than the critics are willing to admit. There are religious organizations in this country with deep theological roots, and they don't want to be forced to pay for birth control. They don't believe in it. They think it's wrong. Um, And, you know, there are other people who just don't believe the government should be mandating that employers cover something entirely free of charge with no copay. But all of that aside, there's something that I think is far more troubling that's been going on deeper beneath the surface. And it's the obsession, the cultural obsession that we have with sex. So many of us don't even realize that this is a disturbing pattern, that the problem has really gotten out of control because we've had this gradual march towards normalizing graphic content. It's permeated our hearts. It's permeated our minds. And it's in our movies, our TV, our entertainment. They are so dominated by overtly sexual scenes and messages that you know it's just a norm for us now to expect that people can, will, and should just go out and have sex and do whatever they want uh, before the confines of marriage, right? That's what Hollywood shows us. It incessantly, obsessively shows us that we should go out there and just have fun with whomever we want. Somehow in this strange and twisted culture that we've really tricked ourselves into believing something, into believing that sex is an emotionless act that is just available to us at our every whim. And why wouldn't we think that way, right? Again, TV, movies, Hollywood, they make sex such a focal point they overlook or ignore the powerful emotional and spiritual depths that come along with it. And so this is something you know I've been pretty passionate about. I covered this in my book, Fault Line, How a Seismic Shift in Culture is Threatening Free Speech and Shaping the Next Generation. Go out and get it. It's on Amazon. Uh, but that book, I talked a lot about this. And, I, and you know when I walked away from covering the book and writing the book, I said to myself, the statistics do not lie. Okay, they don't lie. Just as the content has devolved and gotten more sexual in Hollywood, there's been a troubling trend of moral acceptance for premarital sex. Gallup found this year that 69%, that's 7 in 10 Americans, now believe that sex between an unmarried man and woman is morally acceptable. That's pretty stunning because that same proportion back in 2001 was just 53%. So there's been a steady rise in Hollywood pushing increasingly sexualized subject matter and also an increase in those saying that it's, quote, morally acceptable for people to just have sex. Meanwhile, certain factions in American society, again, they love to proclaim that pushing abstinence and encouraging young people to hold off on having sex is essentially fruitless. Kids and teens are going to have sex anyway. That is the strange proclamation that seems to emerge amid the discussions over this topic. It's really, again, it's a shoulder shrug as people resort to essentially waving a white flag of surrender. 
And who can blame the adults? They too, just like everybody else, the kids, the young adults, are being hammered with the same messages about sex. And adults too. You know, we only talk about kids in this debate, but adults are also indoctrinated in similar ways. And if you don't believe me, I've got plenty of evidence of this. I covered it again in Fault Line, but I could tell you that a 2014 Annenberg Policy Center study found that adults actually become less aware of the dangers of sexual and violent themes in content the more that they themselves are exposed to them. So that translates into some parents maybe letting their kids watch things they shouldn't watch because they're no longer realizing what the dangers are. So let's just get back, though, to that whole pesky they're going to have sex anyway argument. It sort of makes me laugh because if we took the same language structure and we you know, applied it to other issues of importance, it would never stand. We would be saying, don't bother curbing pollution. People are just going to pollute anyway. Don't bother trying to curb robberies. People are just going to commit them anyway. Oh, and don't bother installing traffic lights because, you know, people are going to die in car accidents anyway. The list can go on and on. The arguments don't fly that I just mentioned, and neither should the sex claim. Look, we're a culture that seems less concerned with the context and the consequences of sex and way more driven these days by our own collective quest, because we've been desensitized, to pursue pure enjoyment. We ignore self-restraint, the value of self-worth, and the damaging emotional and spiritual elements that really you know, come when we remove health barriers, right? This is about health. It's not just a spiritual thing, but but we can talk about that in a little bit. Without a doubt, the more frequently, though, people are having sex with multiple partners, and this is just common sense, the wider the potential is for STDs, for pregnancy, and other things. Now, again, common sense, and again, I haven't even gotten into the spiritual argument. So you don't have to be a Christian to think these things, to think, you know, maybe it's better for people not to sleep around with everybody, right? Now, the -the over-the-top reaction to the contraceptive debate, and I think this is really interesting, it's complex, right? But it offers us a lens into our culture's obsession with sex, as well as the whopping reality of the depths of our collective cluelessness. We're so obsessed with sex that we've pushed morality to the side, believing that it should be so boundless and be seen as such an entitlement that the government should mandate birth control free of charge without requiring so much as a copay. But rather than conclude by going back and forth over the politics of it all, I'd argue that there's a message that many of us are missing. And this is a deeply important message. God has a plan for each of us. And there's something amazing about the belief that he's designed us to be with somebody else, that someone else out there has been designed for each of us, and that we should, as a result, work to the best of our abilities to exercise some restraint and try to find that person. When people say, well, they're just going to do it anyway, they're actually neglecting the responsibility to teach values and honor and, and really show people that waiting is emotional spiritually and physically, again, you can ignore the spiritual part, physically the best option for everybody out there. Look, it's a tough culture and a lot of young people will indeed have sex, but that's not a reason for surrender. Truth doesn't change. Culture does what we want does. Our whims change, but truth doesn't. And the Bible makes it pretty clear on the sex front, right? In 1 Corinthians 7, 2, it says, but since sexual immorality is occurring, each man should have sexual relations with his own wife and each woman with her husband. First Thessalonians 4, 3 through 5 adds, it is God's will that you should be sanctified, that you should avoid sexual immorality, that each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable, not in a passionate lust like the pagan who do not know God. Even if we can't single-handedly fix Hollywood and our culture, we can change how we each look at sexual ethics. Let's be better. Find out more about this by grabbing a copy of Fault Line and be sure to go over to faithwire.com for more news 
and views on faith, culture, politics, and so much more.